Hello, listeners and fellow explorers. This is Living in the Sprawl's lovely and talented producer-slash-wife, Lisa Steinberg. I wanted to thank all of you for your continuous support of the show. As a new podcast on the scene, John and I self-support the logistics and research that go into the show. The number one way to support the show is to rate, review, and share this podcast with everyone you know. Many of you have been doing this, and it has helped immensely. I also invite you to check out our website and the show notes for other ways to support the show. We are currently working with companies we currently use ourselves to get discount codes for our listeners and support the show in the process. These companies include Every Table, Just CBD Store, Gold Belly, Cats Botanicals, and so much more. By using the links on our website, you are letting them know we sent you and in turn supporting the show. You can also support us on Patreon and Podfan. Please check out the website at livinginthesprawlpodcast.com for updates on companies we are working with, our testimonies, links, codes, and new Living in the Sprawl merchandise. Again, thank you to all of you, our lovely listeners, for tuning in every week and allowing us to do what we love. Without further ado, your humble correspondent, John Steinberg. Hello. And welcome to another installment of Living in the Sprawl, Southern California's most adventurous podcast. I am, as always, your humble host and correspondent. My name is John Steinberg, joined by my lovely and immensely talented producer, slash my wife. Her name is Lisa Steinberg. We are the team here at Sprawl Enterprises, ready to bring you yet another exciting foray into the expansive seemingly all-consuming terrain that we have lovingly dubbed the sprawl. On today's program, we venture back into the world of food, the culinary landscape of Southern California. And as we so often like to do here at Sprawl Enterprises, we're going to be tackling our subject matter through the lens of a television show that we truly love, Man vs. Food. So today we bring you an episode featuring our selections for the 10 must-visit places as seen on Man vs. Food. Do you remember the first time you saw the television show Jackass on MTV? You remember how horrifying it was to see whatever Steve-O happened to be doing to himself Whether he was taking a hammer to the elbow or being thrown off a balcony. It all seemed improbable, unsafe. Indeed, who had greenlit such a project? As one columnist in the Minneapolis area opined, Man vs. Food is a lot like Jackass, but the culinary version. On the program... Initially, it was host Adam Richman who would travel to different cities throughout the United States sampling the various culinary offerings with a twist. He sought out competition, that great American equalizer. We are the land of the 4th of July Nathan's hot dog eating contest. We are the land of the Big Mac and the Quarter Pounder and the deep dish pizza, and the double-decker taco. Man vs. Food chooses to zig where everyone else, historically, has chosen to zag. On Man vs. Food, gluttony is a virtue. Adam Richman and then Casey Webb 
both do their best to outwit seriously unhealthy eating contests, but in a fun way. And over the course of time, throughout the now going on nine seasons worth of episodes, the show has logged many hours in the Southern California area. So, today, a compilation of the best, indeed, the must-visit restaurants as seen on Man vs. Food that you have got to check out. At number 10, as seen during the show's first season, Adam Richman traveled to Philippe the Original on the outskirts of Chinatown in the city of Los Angeles. Philippe the Original has something of a legendary reputation. The establishment claims to have invented the French dip. In the now over 100 years of its existence, Philippe the Original has garnered widespread acclaim from all sectors of the country, those in the entertainment industry, the culinary world. In short, Philippe's has meant a great deal to a great many. Adam chose to indulge in some of the place's signature French dip sandwiches. And even though this was not the signature challenge of the episode, his visit to Philippe's is entertaining, quintessential Los Angeles, and should definitely persuade you, if you haven't already, to check out Philippe the Original for yourselves. And number nine, Bruxy's in North Hollywood. Now, we travel into the future where Casey Webb has assumed hosting duties, taking the mantle from Adam Richman. And in his visit to the greater Los Angeles area, he made sure to incorporate this North Hollywood chicken shop into the itinerary. Now, there are a couple outlets throughout the Southland, one in Brea, Santa Monica, and the city of Orange. But the taping for what we saw on television occurred at the outpost in North Hollywood. So here we have a sandwich that taps into Los Angeles' history with chicken and waffles, a waffle sandwich, as you can imagine, some massive waffles with delicious fried chicken stuffed inside. While fried chicken shops are nothing new, the way in which Bruxy's is depicted here makes even the most modest of chicken consumers eager to get back in the saddle. At number nine, starting the Casey Webb era of Man vs. Food, it's Bruxy's in North Hollywood. At number eight, the Broken Yoke Cafe in San Diego. Back again to the Adam Richmond tenure. On his trip to Broken Yoke, he attempted to finish a meal consisting of a 12-egg scramble. He was able to successfully meet this challenge, and he did so at a very popular establishment with locations scattered around Southern California and also, da, 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 of course, Las Vegas. Broken Yoke has spots all over Orange County, Oceanside and San Diego County. They're kind of all over, 
And whenever there's a great idea that emanates from Southern California, you know Las Vegas has to take it for itself. But if you want to do your best Adam Richmond imitation, you can do so by trying to down a 12-egg scramble at the Broken Yolk Cafe in San Diego. Number seven, the Crack Shack in San Diego. This comes to us by way of Living in the Sprawl favorite chef restaurateur, all-around impresario Richard Blaze. His fast, casual option has woven its way into the fabric of San Diego with other locations in Orange County and, of course, Las Vegas. The Crack Shack has enchanted visitors for the last seven years. Among the establishment's fans are clearly the producers and host of Man vs. Food. We see an attempt to take down a ridiculous chicken sandwich. It does look delicious. I'm sure it has enough calories to satiate one's appetite for an entire week. They used to have outposts in the Los Angeles area. Those have closed, but... Orange County, and this initial outpost in the San Diego area have you covered just like the folks at the team from Man vs. Food. At number six, Jenkiyaki in Lakewood, home of the first Denny's restaurant. This also takes us back into the Casey Webb era. He visits the Japanese fusion establishment as part of the episode's signature challenge. And he's actually able to complete it. It's a zombie burrito with, you know, I'm not even going to name everything that's inside the burrito because we'd be here for hours. Suffice to say, it's not for the faint of heart. A really cool restaurant in an unexpected part of the sprawl. We definitely recommend checking out this episode and then heading to the restaurant for yourselves. A great culinary personification of Southern California, combining Japanese flavors with cuisines ranging from Mexican, other Asian nations. A great, uniquely Southern California establishment as seen on Man vs. Food. And number five, Burnt Crumbs from the Orange County episode of Man vs. Food with Casey Webb standing in as your host. Burnt Crumbs is located in the Lot 549 Food Hall in Huntington Beach, which was covered on a prior episode of Living in the Sprawl. And here, Mr. Webb attempts to take down a sort of hybrid between spaghetti mac and cheese, a rather gluttonous invention that appears to be rather out of place considering we are in Huntington Beach, and yet Burnt Crumbs has enthralled patrons since its appearance on Man vs. Food. If you want something a little bit weird, a little twisted, definitely over the top, Huntington Beach, Burnt Crumbs, make it a priority. Number four, La Super Rica. 
This was covered on something of a gap year season of Man vs. Food that was titled Man vs. Food Nation. This was the fourth season of the program, one in which Adam Richman lent the hosting mantle duties to other eager consumers, partially for his health, on both a physical and mental level. In any event, he doesn't actually eat anything over the course of this season. But he does stop by La Superica in Santa Barbara as part of the Pacific Coast Highway episode. They got a little choosy with some of the themes for Man vs. Food Nation. There's another episode in the season with Route 66 used as a framing device. And wouldn't you know it, we get a celebrity cameo with one Kevin Pollock making an appearance, joining the Man vs. Food Nation crew at La Superica even doing his trademark Christopher Walken impression for good measure. This has been a linchpin within the Santa Barbara community for many decades as of this recording. A longtime favorite of the late Julia Child, La Superica seemingly needs no introduction, but if this is the first time that you're hearing about it, put it in your file of things that you need to do in life. And maybe check out the Pacific Coast Highway episode of Man vs. Food Nation to get you inspired. And number three, Manuel's El Tepiac Cafe in Boyle Heights. This was covered on the first season of Man vs. Food, which saw host Adam Richman conquer a behemoth of a burrito. I think it's somewhere between three and five pounds. Actually, it's five. It's a five pound burrito equivalent to six regular sized burritos and it needs to be consumed in one sitting. Having just said all that aloud, it does make a little bit more sense as to why Adam Richman abdicated his throne as the king of Man vs. Food for that fourth season where they transitioned into Man vs. Food Nation. The Boyle Heights stalwart has been around for generations Delighting customers with its unique take on classic Mexican cooking. If you really want to get a sense of kind of East L.A., Boyle Heights, this is a great place to visit. At number three, it's Manuel's El Tepiac Cafe. At number two, Orochan Ramen in the little Tokyo section of Los Angeles. This was the signature challenge, the first time the Man vs. Food crew came to the City of Angels. Adam Richman was tasked with taking down what appears to be a, uh, well, an alarmingly spicy bowl of ramen. We don't get the gaudy uh, five-pound burrito details here, but we are told that this is an extremely spicy bowl of ramen. If you've never been to the Little Tokyo area, this is a fantastic entree into the neighborhood. It's on the second floor of a super cool outdoor mall in the area. And if you choose to dine at the establishment, you will most certainly be rewarded with a tremendous bowl of ramen. Just maybe don't do it in the same way that Adam Richmond does for the sake of your health. And number two, Orochin Ramen in Little Tokyo. 
And that means we've arrived at our number one spot on our list of the must-visit restaurants as seen on Man vs. Food. Let's go to Palm Springs, the desert, for a piece of Manhattan in the desert. The restaurant was visited by Casey Webb as part of the signature challenge on the Palm Springs episode. Casey battled a three-pound colossus of a sandwich with every deli meat known to man included and many condiments for good measure. This place has really no business existing in a location like Palm Springs. It does seem as though it were airlifted from one of New York City's five boroughs. If you're inclined toward pastrami, they've got you covered. Roast beef, corned beef, exotic stuff like tongue. It's all readily available at Manhattan in the desert. One of the best sandwiches and delis that your humble host and correspondent has had the privilege of trying anywhere in the sprawl. And before your visit to the eatery, check out the Palm Springs episode of Man vs. Food for the requisite inspiration. And that's going to do it for another episode of the show. We'd like to thank everyone for your continued support. It does mean the world to Lisa and I. A couple of easy ways to demonstrate such support. Hop on Apple, iTunes, or wherever you happen to be listening to the show. Leave us a five-star rating and a kind review. That stuff really helps us out a lot on the business end. We'd like to direct you to our website. We have some terrific merchandise that you can peruse at your leisure on that site. We invite you to drop us a line, suggestions, commentary. Any and all feedback is greatly invaluable and we appreciate it. Write us at livinginthesprawlpodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram. Our handle is livinginthesprawlpodcast. So on behalf of myself, I am, as always, your humble correspondent and host. My name is John Steinberg, joined by my lovely and talented producer slash my wife. Her name is Lisa Steinberg. We are the team here at Sprawl Enterprises, thanking you, our dear listeners, for listening to yet another episode of Living in the Sprawl, Southern California's most adventurous podcast. Until next time.